testing. Testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis, Everything is Everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. Thank you for showing up today to be with us. Hope you are finding yourself well and healthy. Coming to you live from Zombie Land. We are out here. We are on the road today. Beautiful day. Um, beautiful. Well, it's not sunny and it's cloudy and looks like uh, it's going to get cold. So, anyhow, in the eye of the beholder, no? <laughs> yes. So, we are here today. Uh, no Corona update today. Who cares anymore? April 30th. We get back to work in Texas. So hooray, hooray, hooray. Congratulations, guys. You're going back to work. Uh, in a couple weeks? <laughs> it's the longest damn vacation ever, man. And while we're out here still working. Good Lord. I'm old. I'm old of vacation here. <laughs> but now we're happy. We're happy that uh, that people are gonna get back to work, and uh, that's exciting for many reasons. <sighs> All right. Anything else that I wanted to mention to you guys? Uh, we're looking good. Numbers are going up. That's always fun, and just uh, wanna show my appreciation. I was thinking of several things that I wanted to work out with you today, uh, and let's see, let's see, let's see where it takes us. Um, you know, there's a lot of metaphor, uh, a lot of metaphoric stories in in the Bible. Um, you know, sometimes we hear stuff. Um, there, there's always like they find metaphors for resilience um, like when when we when we walk on water right the idea that you can walk on water also you know it, it's it's trying to tell us metaphorically something um, when you are thrown into the into the fires and you don't burn <clears throat> Um, there's something metaphorically being told to us. And I think it's something like resilience. You know, we've talked before. I might have mentioned it. Not sure if I've mentioned it on the show. But this idea of walking on water, like, like Jesus walked on water. And uh, Peter, you know, he stepped out of the boat into the water. Uh, and he was walking on top of the water. And then it says something like he took his eyes off of Jesus, so then he sank. Right? Now, metaphorically, what, what that's telling us, what it's telling me, is saying that that you also 
can walk on water. And you know, these ideas like, wow, because of physics and everything, I mean, water isn't buoyant and I, I can't, it can't hold me, it's not thick, whatever, right? <laughs> but see, when we look at it metaphorically, we can clearly say, yes, humans can walk on water. Now, how, how can we get there? These waters, see, and it's not just water. So there's no need to walk on top of the calm water if there's no waves or storms or anything. If the water's calm, there's no use. But if there's a storm, that's... So see, when Jesus came on the water and, and, and uh, Peter saw, uh, right, as the... There was a storm. The waves were crashing and the rain and the storm. They were scared. Right? So the storm that was happening around them is descriptive of something. So that's going to be part of the metaphor. The storm. Do Does life throw storms at you every once in a while? And, and when those storms hit, um, how, how prepared are you when they hit? Most of the time, we're not prepared because it's, it's an emergency. Things that just pop out of nowhere. Um, yet, if, if we are as best prepared that we can be for, for, for all things, then the better we'll be able to handle that quote-unquote storm when it hits. Uh, this idea of, of um, I think there's two parts. <clears throat> there's the idea of, 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 the, of the fact that, that, that Peter kept his eye on Jesus um, but when he took his eyes off of Jesus, that's when he got scared and sank. Okay. There's something about... Look, there, there is a resilience in the human spirit. Not everybody has it. I mean, we're all capable of it, but it seems like some folks seem... seem as it's more defined in them. Like, have you ever, uh, you know, a, a family member, uh, a friend, something, right? Tragedy, ha tragedy strikes. Um, a loved one dies, sickness, you know, whatever these tragedies that life hits us with, job loss, all kinds of things, right? Um, and then there's some people who are like, who, who seem to be, where, where these things don't bother them. They don't complete, it doesn't completely destroy their lives. It doesn't completely destroy their attitude. Um, and, and they manage through it. And, and then you see them and you think, wow, this person is so strong. Look how well he's holding it together, he or she. Look how well they're holding it together during this 
during this tough time, somebody just died, he lost a job, but look at him. He's smiling. He looks like he's holding it together, right? We've all seen people like this. And see, I think that's a little bit descriptive of what this thing means, um, the walking on the water. Because see, in his life, in this theoretical person's life, who had the loss of family, who had the loss of a job, a home, right? These things. This theoretical person, when the waves came crashing upon him, he rose above the waves. So the waves didn't disturb him one bit. You know? Why? How? Well, that's a good question. Let's explore that a little bit. I think, because see, uh, in the Bible, Jesus is, is representative of many things. Truth, love, God, um, existence, all these things, right? So, so when, when, when we say, keep, like, so instance, uh, forgive me, it's a little, it's a little convoluted, but we're going to work through it. So it's like, keep your eyes on Jesus and you'll be fine. How can that translate into something outside of religion, right? Because remember, we're exploring these ideas. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Okay, so Jesus represents truth. Jesus represents the way. Jesus represents love, compassion, right? All these good things. That's what Jesus represents. Now, if I keep my eyes on Jesus, I'm keeping my eyes on what he represents. Truth, love, compassion, the way, all these things. Keeping my eye on that. How does that translate to me? What, what, is it an eyesight thing that I'm just looking at it? Or is it more of a target? A targeted way of life, a targeted way of behavior, maybe. If you're constantly seeking for truth, if you are constantly working on yourself to be more compassionate, to be more loving, right? Uh, seeking the truth, seeking the knowledge, seeking wisdom. That's like keeping your eyes on Jesus, right? Because remember, in an abstract way, he's, repre he's represented in, a, in, a, in, in different ways. And we can look at that abstractly and say, okay, what are, we, what are we keeping our eyes on? So we are keeping our eyes on something greater. And it's not, it's not just a sight thing. You know, it's not just about where your eyes are looking. It's, it's more of an aim. Because where our eyes look is where we aim. Uh, where we aim our sight, our view, our focus, right? So when we keep our, our focus on truth if you seek the truth if you seek knowledge if you seek wisdom and you let it 
become part of who you are in your heart. I think there is a change that manifests in you, a psychological change, of course a spiritual change, but there's a change that happens inside of you where you're focused on bigger things, bigger ideas, not paltry emotions or feelings or superficial stuff. We're focusing in on big ideas, the way, the truth, wisdom, knowledge, compassion. These things are big, big ideas, big things. And one thing, for instance, I am no sage. I am no, I am no Buddha. I am no priest, nothing like that. But one thing I've been able to notice about something within me is that things don't bother me as much as they used to back in the day. Uh, you know, my car breaks down, I don't stress out. Um, someone comes at me, you know, sideways, right? And doesn't bother me one bit. I don't get aggravated or nothing. You know, there's a there's a calm and peace that that I've been able to experience in recent years. Now, I I I may attribute it to okay because on this journey that we're on, you know, this fitness journey, this this journey in the search of wisdom this journey in the search of knowledge, in the journey in the search of truth, right? So my focus is on these things. And when something happens that's normally a storm or would be even a storm in somebody else's life, you know, it barely registers over here with me. Now, I would like to say that it's, it's, it's the result of this journey that I'm on. I would say something like that. When we have our stuff in order, when we have our stuff together, our behavior, when we know who we are, when we are secure in our beliefs, in our fundamentals, in our ideas, when you are secure in all of that, there seems to be a sort of invisible bubble of protection around you. I don't know, I'm using my imagination a little bit because this bubble, it's not like, it's not like um, somebody, uh, like if a stranger can come up to you and just hit you in the face, <laughs> right? Okay. Well, this invisible bubble doesn't protect you in that way. So it's not like a force shield. <laughs> but in some ways, it kind of is. Why do I say that? Well, 
if I'm if I'm acting in a particular way, if I rather diffuse a situation than engage in in a back and forth, that is where part of the protection comes from. I'll give you a perfect example. Just happened yesterday. I'm pulling up to the house and I see my neighbor talking to my dad. And then about halfway in the street, I see my neighbor's son. I don't know, he's, he's, a, he's a young adult, right? And I see him pacing back and forth. And uh, you know, it's always something going on over there. But anyhow, the neighbor comes up to me. Uh, I'm my, my he's, a, he's a friend, we've known these people forever. Um, and uh, he comes up to me and we start talking for a second and then the son uh, wants to have a word <laughs> with me, right? He's like, can I have a word with you? So right off the bat, in my mind, you know, I, I, can, I can see, okay, some, when somebody says, can I have a word with you? Uh, instead of, hey, how's it going? Then, you know, there's something afoot. <laughs> so he goes on and telling me about, I don't know, a month ago, I went to go check on my neighbor because we heard some screams, loud screams. So I went over there and knocked and knocked and nobody answered because we really thought something had happened. Nobody answered, so I went around knocked on the windows and nobody answered. Okay. We were, we were worried for our neighbor. But nothing happened. Um, we saw them later on. Everything was fine. But the son was kind of trying to charge me up yesterday for that one time a month ago. You were knocking on the windows. You were knocking on the doors. And uh, and you and you you would just keep knocking. Like he tried to charge me up because I was checking on them. And I could see he was already aggravated about something else. And you know that's that's not the best time to encounter somebody. That is not the best time to encounter somebody when they're in the middle of a scuffle, right, or or an argument. Uh, and it seems like that's. What happened to me yesterday, I came in in the middle of whatever was going on over there. So the son, I could see in his voice that, you know, he was ag and he was bringing up something that happened a month ago. And then, you know, and I'm like, okay, this guy, right? So, so whether he was trying to bait me or not, I don't know. I don't know his intent. I know he was mad at, at whatever was going on. So. So he was already aggravated, uh, and and when he was asking about all this, and his, you you just kept you know, and he just he was just rambling, you know. There was no point to what he was saying. And then so I basically cut him off, uh, and I'm like, oh yeah yeah okay cool man, and I walked off. And then and then so I walked off. And he kept on, he, he followed, but he kept on with the same thing over about knocking and you didn't go away. I was watching you and, and I, you know, and instead of engaging him, I chose to, to dis, dis, uh, 
discount him. Uh, not discount. Dismiss him. There we go. I chose to dismiss him and his whole premise. So that fire that he was bringing in his mind to me, that storm that he was ready to, to unleash on me, that storm didn't happen. Why? Because of how I approached the situation. Right? So I could have easily bowed up, you know, someone's coming to you in your face and and, um, and, ask, and say this, this, and that. You can easily, you know, hey, what's up? Bow up, get in his face, and we could have threw down, right? That, that's, a, that's a possibility. That could have easily went that way because he was already aggravated. I don't like people getting in my face, but he is my neighbor's son. We've known these people forever, since, since I was born. So, so I'm not gonna strike this guy, you know, for whatever reason. Now I will defend myself if it comes to it. But I decided not to engage. So those, those storms that were raging, that were about to try in some ways to come crash over me, those storms just bloop, disappeared, vanished, subsided. Why? Because of how, how I decided to come at it. Compassion. This is my neighbor's son. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna fight this guy. You know, I, I, under, I understood what was going on pretty quickly because I put two and two together. The son was pacing back and forth in the street while the dad was talking to my dad. So you can see an image building up already. And remember, we remember about that site that we talked about on the other show. You, there's this extra sight, seems like. So I knew something was going on right away. When he said, when I talk, may I, may I speak with you? That right away gave me all kinds of clues. So my, my, my radars were up, my sensors were up. You know, I was ready. Like, yeah, I, I checked where I was standing. You know, you know, you guys from the street, you know, you know what's up. Uh, Dean, I know you're out there listening. You know what's up. You know that moment comes to where, uh-oh, and you, you, you check your stance check your balance you look around you to make sure what's behind you you know stuff like that yeah that happens <laughs> uh, so see the uh, when we have the it's because it's like it's not an ability it's a sharpening of the senses that you already have you have these senses and we talked about this before the clutter in your mind fogs up and slows and retards these senses you know it slows down these sense uh, these sense these senses that we already have we have instinct you know um, believe it or not um, there's pheromones that the body that the body like, lets off that if, if we let's say uh, if, let, let's say for example if our if our if our scent was a little bit sharper, 
would be able to tell, but the body picks up these, these, these pheromones and, you know, and maybe that has something to do with, you know, somebody's being weird around you and you feel something crazy. Maybe it's not a feeling. Maybe it's, it's you reading the pheromones coming off of the body of the guy standing next to you and the pheromones are the pheromones are trying to tell you hey this guy right here has bad intentions right okay so back to to sharpening our senses these things that 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 we already have in, inside of us we can sharpen them but how do we sharpen them by 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 removing the clutter by removing the clutter in our brain, finding out what is important to us, uh, following, learning, uh, seeking those things um, that that mean something to us. You know, the, these these uh, ideals, fundamental ideals, or belief systems, or if it's God to you, if it's Jesus. If it's just peace of mind, I mean, find out who you are, right? But at the same time, you have to remove and and clear out the clutter inside. I keep saying clutter, but what is the clutter? Well, you're gonna have to figure out what that clutter is. I had to figure it out. So you gotta figure out what that clutter is, right? Talk to, talk to yourself, ask yourself questions. Talk to yourself. That sounds crazy, but no. You know what I mean. Ask yourself questions and be honest with yourself. And work on these things. Because the benefits, <clears throat> the benefits are multifold. The benefits of, of you straightening out your life, right? Getting in tune with, with, with your spiritual side, whatever, they may, whatever that may be. Uh, getting healthy and fit, right? Seeking knowledge and wisdom. You know, there the benefits are just multi, 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 multifold. Because we've talked about how how beneficial it will be to those around you, your immediate family, your children, your parents, your friends, your coworkers, your circle of influence. <clears throat> and see, but not only that, there seems to be, okay, so this is thesis, okay, now remember, we're analyzing words here, so, you know, throughout the scriptures, and throughout the Bible, and even other religions, where there's this, like, protection from God, now, specifically, um, in Judeo Christian, in the Judeo Christian uh, religions, right? God protects you when you. Uh, I mean, you give your heart, your God, your your love to God. You follow Him, you accept Him, and He protects you, right? There's there's this constant talk about protection, right? Um, and then in the book of um, in the books of wisdom. In the Proverbs, if you read the Proverbs, and if you haven't, you need to. 
there's so much wisdom there. But it explains how following certain behaviors is just beneficial to you, you know? So, so by me, by me behaving the way I did yesterday, I was protected, right, from this possible impending altercation because of, of, of my behavior, because of the way I decided to approach the situation. Once I had the, once I, I, I gathered the data really quickly, right, because of the sharpened eyesight, saw what was going on, my mind, since it's not full of clutter, started analyzing the data and, and quickly set up scenarios, you know, and all of this while I'm pulling up in the driveway, see, and <clears throat> as, as the young, as the young man began to come ask me about, you know, when he, when he first approached me, in my mind was shooting off scenarios. I was looking at his hands. I was looking at his expression, his demeanor, his distance, how far he was away from me. Is he close? Is he, is he getting closer? You know, all in an instant, right? So we have these instincts. We have these defense mechanisms aren't already built into us, to our human body, to our system, to this, this body that we use. But if, uh, if, I'm, if it's all foggy, full of drugs, uh, if it's all cluttered, full of uh, resentment, If it's all cluttered with um, what did Kim Kardashian say today, right? Then maybe I wouldn't seen I wouldn't have seen that that pending storm, and things would have ended up really different. And no telling. You know, when when you when we talk about violent altercations, I mean, there is no telling because I'm not going to lose. And I'm sure uh, the other the other young gentleman uh, probably feels the same way. But see, but because of the way I decided, the way I chose to approach the situation with with calmness, um, you know, with with just short, you know, there was no, there was no, um, I didn't challenge anything he was saying, right? And it was quick, and then I dispersed, you know? <clears throat> but because of the way I chose to behave, and how did I choose to behave? Well, I, I followed this, uh, this particular guideline, this particular code of behavior uh, that was shown to me uh, basically ever since I was little, you know. Now, I didn't never, I didn't never followed it 
properly throughout my young adult life, but I have chosen to follow it more strictly in recent years. So, I avoided a potential storm, you know? So, at that moment, it wasn't like walking on water, but the storm that was brewing, because before I pulled up, some storm was brewing there, you know? When I pulled up, that storm calmed down, you know? And it was trying to come at me. It was it was bubbling. The waves were kind of, you know, and but then, oh, okay, now it's good. And then I walk off. Then the storm says, huh? All right? That's what these metaphors talk about when you walk on water, when Jesus walked on water. I, um, forgive me. Um, iron gets forged in the fire. Iron is strong, but it needs fire to give it its strength and its durability. Fire When we go through rough times in our life, it makes you tougher. Now those of us who grew up on in the streets or in the inner city or you know who've been um, through a lot of uh, hard times, let's say. Uh, we understand, but it translates the same. So we can look at this in several ways. Hard times will make you tough. Uh, will make will make you tough. Okay, now. The fire. Um, I wanted to bring it up also before we run out of time. Uh, there's a story where the Jews are in Persia and there's like these three kids. Well, no, not three kids, is it? That they throw in the fire pit? Okay, guys, you know how my mind works, but yes, that was three um, who didn't bow. That's right. When when the uh, emperor, the Persian king, told everybody to bow, they didn't bow. Hey, why y'all didn't bow? Because we don't bow to any human god or whatever, right? Anyhow. So he grabs them and he throws them in the fire. I hope I'm correct on this. <laughs> Gonna feel pretty silly about this. <clears throat> Anyhow. Um, uh, throws them in the fire, right? And it, the, the story says, and, and this was a big fire, right? And the story says they didn't burn. They didn't burn. Um, they didn't burn. 
and and that there's a little bit more about how he saw a fourth person walking around in there in there with them in the fire so you know we don't want to look at that part i mean that we're not going to look at that part right now at some other point we could but i want to i want to point out the fire part um hold on Coffee. Woo. The fire. You know, I, I was thinking about that a little bit, and I think I saw an example happening um, in popular media. Uh, so here, let me tell the story. And those of you who know uh, Jordan Peterson will know some of this. Uh, or maybe not. Um, so he his um, his popularity exploded several years ago. Uh, he he's he's always been um, he's he's been a professor for many years, and he's been on um, on you know Canada TV and like. So his popularity was was regional in 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 uh, his Providence or whatever, right? So people knew who he was, but he wasn't like a a huge superstar, right? Uh, and he took a stand against a law that was passed um, in Canada. Um, and he saw it as as compelled speech and he fought against it. Now, regardless of what the of what the legislation was about, I mean, it was about pronouns, right? Some legislation about pronouns. We don't have to get into that part about it. The part I wanted to point out was that he, he his principles, his values of of freedom of speech, and and he's a professor of psychology, so he understands the importance of communication, and. Uh, he knows the value of that. So he took a stand. He said, no, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. Never mind the pronoun. Never mind what it's about. The thing is that you are compelling somebody to speak. And and, and in their constitution, you know, there's, I don't know that too well. Um, I'm, I wonder if it's similar to ours or whatnot. I have no clue. But, but, uh. In any in any um, free nation, uh, I mean, speech is is key, right? Uh, and per, uh, and uh, preventing somebody to speak in a certain way or compelling somebody to to speak a certain way, that's just fundamentally wrong. And that was his um, that was his reasoning for his verbal. Um, um, uh, contention, right, of these of these laws, and the world went crazy. Why? Because he he's a, he must be a homophobe. He must hate gays. Uh, he must hate transgender people. And you know, we know this is absurd because we are free thinkers. We think we think bigger than that. You know. Um, so the world. His world, everything was, there was a storm brewing and it brewed up really quick, okay? 
that storm could have took out anybody. I mean, media, professors at his college came against them. They they wrote him up for ethics, and then uh, somebody sent. I mean, like you know, so everything was in jeopardy. Now, his 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 future, his his job, all of these things, because he took a stand on something that he believed. Right, and look how the look how the people reacted, ready to destroy this man. But something interesting happened. He didn't apologize. He didn't back down. He stood his ground. And guess what? That ground that he stood on, that fundamental, those fundamental principles that he believed in about speech and regulation of speech, that rock that he stood on was strong, was big, was foundation was was solid. We talked about that on thesis talk. You know, if you haven't heard it, go check it out. That foundation, that found that his fundamental belief system of how important speech is, he chose to stand on that rock. And as the storm as the storms came, right? As as the storm came his house didn't get washed away. He stood there and he stood firm and he said, no, I am correct. He knew that what he was saying was fundamentally correct. And, uh, and everybody who was jumping down his throat in the media and everything, you know, and it kept building, it kept building and, and, and he withstood. And as a matter of fact, if you know him, you know what this happened. But for those of you who don't know him, this, this happened several years ago. Now, after all of this, he stood his ground, he stood his principle. He is one of the most respected voices out there. All across the board. He is well off now. He is, he is independent. He doesn't have to worry about losing his job at the college anymore. Why? Because now he is self-sufficient. He doesn't even have to go back to the college. Why? But because of the example that he made to the people of how it is that you stand. And maybe it was, maybe it was sub uh, subconscious that he did this. That you stand on your principles and you have to have the ammunition. You have to know what you are talking about. You stand on that rock. That rock is going to be solid and that foundation is going to be solid and that house that is built on that rock will not get swept away. Now, the fire, the fire that was surrounding him, it was like he was thrown into the oven. In the same way, uh, metaphorically, that those three kids were thrown into the oven in the Bible. And it, did, it didn't consume him. It didn't consume him. And guess what? He came out of that oven even better. Not one scar on him. You know, I hear... Okay, wow, this just popped up. So we're going to jump in it, thesis. Um, so, and we're running out of time. And so God, in the scriptures, there's always this... Um, there's, this there's this mention of how... And, and you know, when I say God, let's put it in quotes, okay? Um, 
that there's this like recompense, like there's this not a payment, but a a blessing. Like, do these things and you will be blessed. You won't have to worry about you know money and food and sickness and all this, right? Right. So there's a constant. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. And it's not like a gift. It's not like hey, you know, like for instance, like let's say at some churches they say hey, the more you give. The more you're gonna receive, no, it's not like that. It's 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 something else. But I think this might give us a little clue. This story of what happened to Jordan might give us a little clue on something on that. Now look, he is not a religious fellow. His fundamentals are what they are, and they you know how we do it here. We connect we connect things. His fundamentals, what even though they are scientifically guided. Right, because he's a a professor of psychology. Even though they are scientifically guided, they fit right in line with what, let's say, the Judeo-Christian values try to teach us. I would probably point more to Christianity, uh, because as far as the Old Testament is what I'm familiar with, I am not familiar with the other books of the Jewish religion. Now. Um, There's an example, somewhat of a of a, a tiny example of how God repays you for standing firm on what He represents, or something like that. In His instance, uh, uh, in His instance, it is well deserved because He is He is one of the. I mean. <sighs> I'm sorry, I just, I'm at a loss for words here. He's, I, I consider him one of the most important voices of our time. If you know who he is, you could probably see why I say that. Okay. So I am, as, as a human, as a neighbor, as a friend, as a citizen, I'm happy that, that, he is free from those bounds of of having to to you know uh, to to be chained to the institution of of his college and like he can do what he's called to do now. Now he can go on that adventure that God that God called him on, and that's what he's been doing. If you follow him, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know him, please look him up. Very important voice has taught me a lot, and I give him all the props and attribution. The fire that can, that sometimes that we get thrown into, if we have our eyes focused, if we have our eyes, at a, if we have our eyes aimed at a target, what's my target? Proper behavior, okay? Truth, knowledge, wisdom. All these things, right? That's my target. I'm going to keep my eye on that. And I'm going to work internally to, to accomplish, to keep myself in, in, um, in that trajectory. When, so I can notice when I'm falling off of that trajectory. So I can get back on track. And I'm going to keep my eyes on that target. And I'm going to continue making decisions in life uh, based on these fundamental ideas. 
And as we do that, life gets a little bit easier. You, you find more moments of peace. You know? um, you're able to diffuse situations quickly. So see, there's this protection around you. Now, now as far as the reward, it's, it's, it's not a reward. I don't, I don't want people to be confused and I don't want to confuse it either. God doesn't reward you. It, we, we, let's not look at it as a reward. It's cause and effect. Okay? If I... Oh my goodness, we're running out of time. This is going to be a good... This is gonna be a good one for the next show. But if I behave in a certain way, um, things happen, right? If I am not drawn to material goods, right? I can save money, you know? So it's not a reward. It's not a reward. It's, um, it's, a, it's a cause and effect. I behave this way, these things happen. I behave this way, these things happen. Right? We can see it. The science has proved it. It's psychological. It's reality. It's in front of us. And that's why I think I, I keep harping on this, this personal behavior stuff. And, and fitness. You know. And the importance of it. Well, I mean, that's probably the most important. Because it's, it's, it all starts there. It all starts... In here, it all starts in here. But the way when we change our ways, the reward is reward. It's because that's I want to keep saying reward, but there's a better word for it. There's a better word than reward. <sighs> let's see if it comes to me. But anyway, let's just use it for now. If you behave a certain way in life a proper way if you watch your if you watch your language how you talk to people if you watch how you treat them and you try hard to be proper and you seek truth and you always wonder and dig and read and want to learn and when you do these things the reward to behaving this way is multifold I feel better. I'm healthier. Why? Because I run and I'm eating better. My relationships with my friends are much tighter, much closer. I feel more love with my family. Why? Because you are behaving better. People don't like hanging around with a jerk. Right? So if you're noticing that people don't want to hang around with you or or or, or something, right? If you let's let's make sure we present ourselves in the best way. Life happens, and I mean, but you know, you understand what I mean, right? It all starts in here, right? And we can find, we can find uh, the answers to what are these problems. Now, as we straighten ourselves up, as we keep our eyes focused on a target, right? A particular target of behavior. Um, and the more prepared we are, when the storms come, you will rise above them. When the waves, right? There's, there's actually 
let me think. Okay, wait, let's look at it. Several, uh, the storms, right? There's storms coming, can knock down your house. But if the foundation is good, your house is, you're legit. Okay? If the waves are crashing because of those storms, you can walk on water. You can walk above the waves. Down there, that's where everything's crashing down there. I'm up here where it's nice and calm. See? I'm good. Corona's happening. Everything's, everything's going crazy around us. I'm good. I'm not even worried. I'm not worried about Corona. Y'all know. I've told y'all. I'm not worried about it. I'm good. Money, no problem. You know, health, as far as I know, I'm good to go. So, I, I'm not worried one bit about any of it. Right? Now, it, it hasn't affected me directly, but even still, there's a peace and calm in me, in, within me. So that's my reward, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> I still haven't thought of the better word. But anyway, that's my reward for the work that I've been doing on myself for the past, say, three or four years, right? We can see it like that. Oh, okay, wow. Okay, so you're at peace? Good. Good. You know? Anxiety, whatever. Those things like, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me. But it's not about me, it's about us, it's about you. I like to try to look inward and share those little stories about what I've experienced with you because I have experienced some of these things. And I love it and it feels amazing and I wanna explore those things with you guys. And I want you to feel that stuff too, you know? That protection, right? So, so it, sounds, it sounds preachy, you know, the protection of God. No, there is a, a protection of sorts, right? So let's leave, let's, for the, for the explanation, let's leave God out of this. There's a protection of sorts that, that comes with the, with you changing ways, thinking different, seeking knowledge, all these things, right? There, there comes this, this, uh, uh, like a, a protection insurance policy, something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But anyway, make yourself strong. Focus on something greater than yourself. Uh, remove the clutter. Strengthen your mind. Your body, your soul, you know. You know how it is. You're going to hear that a lot. But why do we do this? Why? Why, Jay? Why? Because when the storms come, and they will come, let's remember, we're not immune. None of us, none of us are immune to any of this. None of us are immune to life, to death, to, to the things that are happening, that can happen around us. Uh, sickness and everything we're not immune from it so they will come and when they come so it won't catch you off off guard unprepared um, 
I say we need to do this. We need to get it together. So we can make it out on the other side of the storm. So if we're ever thrown into that fire pit, that fire won't consume us. Why? Because we have our eyes on the prize, on something greater than ourselves. And we're going to keep our eyes on that prize, whatever that prize is. Well, we know some of it. It's truth. It's wisdom. It's knowledge. It's the seeking of truth. You know, I'll close out with this. Um, God says in the scriptures, knock and I will answer. Seek and you will find. Open the door and I will sit with you. Right? Those sound, things sound like, okay, yeah, okay, I'm inside. You knock, I open the door. But they have way more meaning. They have way more meaning than just what it's saying. And that's going to be our next show. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, I think we did pretty good. I want to thank you for checking in on us. I want to thank you for following us and listening to us and sticking around. Um, if you like what you hear, please subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Consider giving us a rating, a four-star rating. Reach out to us. And uh, come back. Check your feed. Often, uh, check your feed, as a matter of fact, later on today, uh, because there might be something else popping up here in a minute. <laughs> We're on fire here, folks. I want to thank you. I love you. Uh, please check back soon, and I will see you soon. Thanks, guys. This has been Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host. Jay Marie.